intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm. Oh my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. She bobbles it and now has to try and recover. Deshaun Jackson gets a block. Are you kidding? Steps into it. Pass is caught. Jakes sideline touchdown. Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of The Master Plan. Joining us is Thomas Ladosi. Here today, Monday, March 16th. And uh, we'll be talking about Jason Tatum today. So it should be a good one. It's my second basketball episode. So, uh, you know, this is a, definitely a happier tone than the last one. So Thomas, welcome. Welcome to the to the, the uh, podcast. Awesome, Mike. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, very excited. Very excited to be here. Ready to talk about Jason Tatum and anything else that comes up. Yeah. So I I I asked Thomas the other day, and so I've wanted him on the podcast for a while now, and I told him, so you pick the topic, whatever you want, and and we'll do it. And he was like, you know what? Let's do Jason Tatum. I was like, perfect. So. I didn't, you know, I'm not a basketball expert. Um, unlike Thomas, he is most certainly an expert. Um, <laughs> and so I, this morning I was doing some research to prepare, like to prepare, like just to, you know, to see what I should know. And, you know, it's actually, it's actually a pretty good story. He's got like a really nice storyline and, uh, you know, it, it's going to be fun to talk about. So without further ado, let's get into it. So a little background. So if I, I might be incorrect, but Thomas, he was the the third pick from the 2017 draft, right? Yes. So the Celtics in that draft, they had the first pick because they uh, from the trade that they did right. with the Brooklyn Nets. Right, from the Nets, um, yeah. Yeah, they won the lottery. They mm-hmm. traded back with the Sixers mm-hmm. because the Sixers wanted to draft Markel Markel Fultz. Fultz, right. And, you know, we all know. About we'll see him. how that worked. You know, that didn't work out so well. Yeah, so. didn't work out. So then the Celtics were able to trade back and get Jason Tatum. Right. And, huge move, huge move. And, you know, typically in the NBA draft, it, you know, the first pick is really so much better than the rest of the picks. Like, like so much better. You know, typically, you know, you have Zion and then you have, like, kind of everyone else. Like, it's it's typically like you have the one star in every draft. And, it you know, it was it's, it's a big move to trade back, especially, you know, when it's not like the NFL where you can get the number one pick just by being the worst. You know, there's the whole ping pong ball situation where there's percentages. So even if you are the worst, it doesn't guarantee you the best pick, right? Oh yeah. So he's a, he's a, he went to Duke, and you know mm-hmm. it's his third year in the NBA, and it's been a good three years for the Celtics. I would say the, since he came to the team, the Celtics have been playing really well, like a solid playoff contender. You know, Eastern Conference Finals, a very good team all around. Um, they haven't. Made it to the to the uh, championship yet, but we'll talk about that later today. So, in terms of the 2017 draft, though, I mean, he's got to be one of the he's got to be either the best or the second best because Donovan Mitchell's obviously you know incredible, right? Yeah, no, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, they're definitely up there from that draft. I mean, it's an interesting draft class because mm-hmm. uh, the first three picks, um, Fultz, Ball, and Tatum. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always going to be linked, Bob. But Tatum's clearly the best out of those three. Right. I mean, Fultz, Fultz and Ball both got traded from their original teams. Exactly. Fultz is now in Orlando. Ball's in uh, New Orleans, I mm-hmm. believe. So yeah, no, it's, it's just interesting to look at. It's a, yeah, 
it's definitely an interesting story. Uh, and you don't see that, you know, it, it happens sometimes, but, you know, th- it was one of the more interesting drafts, I would say. Um, definitely was. And as, and as a Celtics fan, you know, this was a good draft for us because we got uh, Jalen Brown that year as well, didn't we? No, they got they drafted Jalen the year before. The year before, but around the same time, we had Jalen Brown, we have Jason Tatum. You know, yep. Hayward came in the year after, and yes. Tyree was there. Then he left, and then Kemba came in this year. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics actually have, I would say, one of the best teams in the NBA in terms of how well rounded they are, because they have you know Marcus oh. Smart. They they have a very well rounded team. They don't have they have a lot of stars, but none of them, you know. Are, are like a LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't need to control the, the Yeah. Team. So it's, no, they have an incredibly deep team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Incredibly deep team. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a little about uh Jason Tatum's progression uh over his three years. So Thomas, t- tell me what you think. Yep. Over his three years, what's your what's your first impression? My first impression is he's he's on the track to stardom. Right. Uh, he had a phenomenal rookie year, phenomenal rookie mm-hmm. year, uh, where he really burst onto the scene and helped lead the Celtics to uh, one game away from the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. He's improved his scoring every year, starting at about 13.9 points per game as a mm-hmm. rookie. Now he's up to 23.6, right. putting up all-star numbers across the board. Uh, his three-point shooting, uh, it's improved from this year to last year. His rookie year, it was this is his best year. He shot 43%. But part of that was because his role on the team his rookie year, he was mostly just a catch-and-shoot guy. He wasn't right. really asked to create. And now so he's year, able to create. His percentage has gone down. Yeah. Yes. But now what he's doing is he's creating shots. He's creating opportunities for others. Mm-hmm. And that's caused his percentage to dip a little bit. But it's a good thing. You know, it's not, it's not a fault on him. It's just he's being asked to do so much more. Right. So when I watch the Celtics, which, you know, is not at all anymore because there's no NBA. Um, uh-huh. But when this – so, you know, at night, I'm not a big basketball fan, right? But when I would watch the Celtics, because I'm not going to watch some other team, Jason Tatum, of everyone on the court, is the most enjoyable to watch just because of the things he's able to do. When he drives to the basket, like you, I can picture him going right to the rim. It's, it's, it's like it's, – it's really clean you know, the way he moves the ball and the way he goes right to the rim. It's like, it's it's really good. Especially for a guy who's only like, what, 22, 21 years old? That's yeah, really impressive to see. No, it really is. He's got this just fluid first step where he can really get past the defender. Yeah. And then his finishing, he can finish either hand away from the right. basket, fading through contact. And it's just very impressive to watch. Right, and... You know, not only is he, can he go right to the rim, but he's a great shooter. Like a he's a jump shot, like incredible from the line. Uh, he's you know, I'm I'm parallel pretty much. I mean, he's shooting a what like eighty percent from the line, something crazy. Um, so he's yeah. been you know he's an all around like a star, and and you know that's surprising because when the Celtics first drafted Jason Tatum, you know they had Kyrie and then they got Kemba and then they pulled Hayward in, so it's like. He's doing this with so much talent around him too. Like if you imagine, like if he was on the Magic or a, a team or a team that just was horrible, you know, and he was the only star, kind of like the Russell Westbrook on the on the Thunder, how well he would actually be doing? Because it, he would just, you know, it wouldn't matter whether they won games or not because he's just trying to put up numbers, like Westbrook was, right? So yes. it'd be interesting to see 
you know, obviously I don't want him to leave at all. Like, I never, don't no, no, leave no, the team. No, 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 no. Um, but it would be interesting to see um, if him placed on a team with no support around him because I think he'd actually perform uh, in terms of stats much, much better. Um, cause he yeah, just, no, it, it's yeah. an interesting question. Part of the reason why I think he's been able to make this kind of leap is mm-hmm. because of how his rookie year went. Because right. the Celtics, as you know, Kyrie went down, Hayward went down early. So right. they all had to grow up really fast. Mm-hmm. And I think them playing high-intensity regular season games, you know, fighting for the standings, mm-hmm. and then going through a grueling playoff. They had two seven-game series, yeah. a five-game series against Philly, but that was an intense series. That was a big I series. That, yeah, oh, yeah, Philly. I think that really is what helped mm-hmm. his development because, you know, it forced him to become the man early on right. in his career. Yeah. You know, and what's surprising is he leads scoring on a team with Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, uh, Hayward, and Marcus Smart. Like, that is incredible. Those four players are, like, top like top caliber players. Like, those are all-star players. Those are, you know, the, the best of the best kind of right there. And he leads the team in scoring, you know, on that. And, he, you know, I don't, I don't know how many, you know, 34 minutes a game – I don't know. If, I don't know. Is that a lot? Is that a little? I mean, I feel like that's pretty, 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 pretty high. That's a pretty high margin. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there are players who are playing higher. I mean, in the playoffs, guys will usually play upwards of 40. Right. Just because the rotation shortened and you need to win these games. But, mm-hmm. you know, part of the – one of the nice things about the Celtics as a team is they're so deep, they don't have to play Jason Tatum right. 40 minutes a night. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, they're guys who can create. Well, what you see, well, when you see their bench come off, um, obviously last year they had Terry Rozier, like that was that was incredible what he was able to do. Or last year and the year before, um, they have Wanamaker and Tice. I mean, those guys are really, really good. Um, and I don't know if Tice is a starter or not. Um, he might be, but Tice he, generally starts. He Tice generally, generally starts. But he he can still score. Like he's still a, a good shooter for you know a center, which is something you don't see that often. Um, from centers, uh, at least it in the is. NBA. So that's that's you know that's incredible. But let's talk about Jason Tatum's best month to date, the month of February, which is just last month. In fact, this yes. was one of the best months in basketball that I have ever seen. Now I don't watch basketball, but I do get ESPN, and almost every day it'd be Jason Tatum puts up thirty. Jason Tatum puts up thirty. <laughs> it's like it was crazy how well he did. Say- consistently over over that time no it was phenomenal to watch it was great and you know uh part of the reason i think he was able to go up in february i think it's because he became an all-star for the first time yep you know in the league all-star is a huge deal Mm -hmm. and a lot of guys you know it's a make or break for them for their career it can change contracts it can change you know locations it can make championships so i think once he got that nomination it really solidified himself. You know, I'm the man. I can play. And I think it really turned his confidence up to a new level. And I think that's what, you know, kind of sparked this incredible month. Yeah. I mean, this was this was just, I mean, it was incredible. He scored over, I think he probably scored over 20 every game. But he had, he had 39 against L.A. And he had 40, he had 39 and 41 against L.A., both teams, which are both really good teams. You know, and then he put up like 30, like over in three straight games. Like it was incredible. Um, Yes, it was something else. It's going to, it's sad that we won't be able to see, you know, because he was on a hot streak, obviously. 
And it's sad that we won't be able to – because who knows what's going to happen. If, I assume the NBA will resume in April at some point um, just because mm, – ah. You know, the latest reports are saying it might not be until June, unfortunately. Yeah, well, my thinking was um, with the NBA, um, you know, worst case scenario, you don't play summer league and you just finish the NBA season during the summer. Um, yeah. Because, to be honest, no one gives a crap about summer league. I mean, come on, let's be yeah. honest here. You know, if you're, no, I'd, if I'd you're doing, rather have the finals If on. you're doing anything – um, you know, this would be a kind of incredible uh, summer, actually, if we think about it, because we go NHL, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, which, in my opinion, are the best playoffs of any sport, um, right with the NBA championship, those playoffs, and then we go right into September and October for the World Series, right as football starts, football starts, this could be like the most incredible sports timeline that we've seen in a long time, um, which, which would be incredible, obviously. Um, but I think, you know, worst case scenario, you take out summer league, but it will change because the Nets could get Durant and Kyrie back and make a run. Um, a lot of things will change because all these guys who may be feeling the injuries a little bit will be ready to go. So we're actually going to see a very great end of the season, uh, hopefully at least in the NBA, I think. Oh yeah. I'm incredibly excited for what's going to happen just because, I mean, especially with players like LeBron, you know, he's getting Mm -hmm. older, but he's still effective. I'm. You know, I'm so pumped to see what he's going to be able to do with a month off. It's it's going to be some of the best at basketball least, at least we've a ever month seen. off, right? You know, I mean, yeah. who knows what's going to happen? You know, there aren't that many games left in the NBA season at this point. You know, there's like maybe 15 or 16. Um, yeah. But they still got to play those games. Uh, you know, I don't think they could go into the playoffs today. Um, obviously, no. I don't think they would do that. Um, but the, looking at the Celtics schedule, it's not, you know, too bad the rest of the way, assuming they play it out. They play Milwaukee, then they, you know, they play Washington. I think they play them. Um, they play Washington twice. They play Orlando three times. You know, they play. You know, not some some good teams, some bad teams. They play the the Knicks once, so you know they're going to get at least one win. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> um, but you know, I think they want to play the end of the season. Um, you know, they're second in the Atlantic. I don't think they'll be able to get first in the Atlantic, but you know, I think no. they'll be able to lock up the second. Um, and I'd love to, I want to see, you know, uh, Minnesota versus Celtics series. Uh, I think that'd be interesting. So, yeah. Did you mean, were you talking about, uh, Brooklyn? Uh, yeah. I was talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. 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 That would be fun. Yeah. That would be a fun series. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish Kyrie was playing for that series because, yeah. oof, oof. But. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to see, uh, Milwaukee versus, uh, I'd love to see Giannis and Tatum kind of go head to head as well. I think yes. About, I mean, that's just kind of what you want to see. You know, those those yes. those three series would be incredible. Um, obviously, um, but I have a I have a couple questions for you, Thomas. So, all right, do you think that uh, Jason Tatum will win an MVP at some point in his career? Uh, well, that's a good game? question. Uh, you know, Michael, I think that he definitely can. Yeah. Um, you know, he's. At 21, he's the man on the Boston Celtics, the third best team in the East and a bona fide finals contender. And I think that there's nowhere for him to go but up. I think if he puts right. the work in and he stays on this trajectory, he's on MVP, you know, maybe maybe he wins multiple MVPs. I right. don't know. I, I think it's definitely possible. It's I, I think it's in consideration. You know, the NBA obviously is, is in a league full of superstars. Um, it, it just is. You know, when we look at the other three major sports, hockey – 
football and 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 baseball they're you know if we talk about superstars per per you know amount of players i think the nba wins it by a lot um just just blows it out of the water um you know and, and that's part of the nba um but jason tatum is you know a really really hard worker um because he you know he wasn't you know obviously he was picked third um he was a good draft prospect but he wasn't expected to be this good i'm sure um and you know i think that's just a testament to how hard he works you know he never really stops working and that's why he's been able to grow his his game so much i would say um another question for you thomas do you think that he can lead the celtics to a championship because i want to see a championship from the celtics uh soon you know, Michael, I believe he can. Uh, obviously, he's going to need some help. He mm-hmm. can't do it by himself. No. But I think if Ainge puts the right team around Tatum, I think he's more than capable of being yeah. the best player on a championship team. Yeah. Um. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I don't think Tatum is as good as LeBron. I don't, you know, LeBron in his prime or, you know, but I think he is, you know, definitely consideration for, you know, one of the be- one of the best of this of this time period right now. Um. You know, obviously, remember when LeBron led, basically led, you know, uh, Michael Delavadova or whatever his name is, Matthew Delavadova and uh, J.R. Smith to oh, to, yes. to a what seven game series versus the the Golden State Warriors. You know yeah. that that I don't think people give him enough credit, LeBron enough credit for that series because he lost it. But we have to remember he was basically playing by himself in that series. Um, no, but, he was. It was incredible. <laughs> um, but if Jason Tatum, you know, if Kemba's playing well, if Brown's playing well, if Hayward's playing well, it's difficult to stop all of those people because they can all shoot and they can all drive, you know? So maybe, you know, some of them not as good as the others, but it's a really solid team. I, you know, as you've said, it's a really, really deep team. They have a lot of, they have a lot of you know, depth around the team. Um, so I think... You know, in my opinion, I think that they'll probably win a win a championship. Now, when that comes, who knows? You know, it's really a matter of, you know, the finals and, you know, do they play a seven-game series versus a four-game series, right? You know, oh, yeah. it's how, you know, we, we talked about this uh, the other day uh, with tennis. You know, it's, it's you play a five-set match or a three-set match because you need rest, right? You can't just mm-hmm. go from, you know, that's why so many wild-card teams – you know, in, in the MLB don't win the next series because they use their starting pitcher and then they're, you know, back in the rotation while the other team is coming off rest and is just able to, you know, put their best guy out there, you know? Yeah. So it's all about how that all, how, how that all falls. I mean, obviously if, if the Bucks get trapped in a, in a longer series um, and the Celtics are able to clean up theirs, you know, I'd give the advantage to the Celtics, even though, you know, Milwaukee obviously has the has the home court advantage, but yes. it's all how all how it falls. Um, no, certainly, certainly. You know, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know, Jason Tatum. It, it's difficult to kind of, you know, see you know how he's gonna how good he's gonna be in the future. I think he'll be really good, um, but obviously we'll see what happens. Um, but he he is a hard worker. But the other part of it is he's a smart player. You know, you see uh, some players are, are just like naturally like really talented. And I think he has some of that, but I think he's just a really smart player. Thomas? 
No, he definitely is. Uh, one of the things that I think has really contributed to his uh, superstar leap this year is shot selection. Mm-hmm. So last year, uh, he was taking a lot of long twos, a lot of mid-range contested jump shots, and those just are not good shots in today's NBA. Layups are so much more efficient, and threes, while they're slightly less efficient, you get one extra point for right. shooting them. And that's a big, you know, that's a big difference too. You know, as as I'm sure you know, and as I'm sure most of our listeners know. The NBA has has really changed in the past five or six years. Um, and someone who doesn't watch the NBA like me can tell that. Um, because, you know, it's I think I think it's because of what Stephen Curry and Clay Thompson were able to do on the Warriors. Um, they've really changed the game to a much more it's 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 quicker and there's not as much driving. It's more it's it's around the it's around the edges and in the paint. That's it's one of the two. You're not really seeing the jump shot actually, you know, in the NBA as much. So I think that's definitely part of it. Oh, it 100% is. And, you know, I give all the credit to Tatum for, mm-hmm. you know, addressing the issues in his game and really putting in the work, working on his threes, his finishing, and his playmaking so he doesn't have to resort to that mid-range jump shot. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, the NBA, the whole, the whole premise of the NBA is actually different than the other three sports, in my opinion. The NBA is so much more about like the flash and like the the stardom of it like the whole purpose of a dunk you know it's just to just to look good right i mean you could easily make a layup and that's much you know it's probably you know it's more likely to go in but the whole the whole premise of the nba is look flashy you know not play as much defense right more scoring higher scoring people love that People love high scoring. They don't like to see a pitching duel in the MLB. They hate to see a defensive game in the NFL. You know, they hate to see two goalies going at it in in the NHL. But yeah. in the NBA, it doesn't, you know, it it doesn't happen that way. When you see a block, now that's just that's incredible. But it is. there's a ton of scoring and that's part of it and you know, Jason Tatum does that and that's why people love him, especially you know, me. Um, but I think he's just a well-rounded player. You know, what, you know, what, do you have any, you know, final thoughts or anything specific? Um, you know, I, I just think that people need to keep in mind he's 21. I wouldn't put the expectations too high for this mm-hmm. year, especially since the East is loaded with uh, Milwaukee, Toronto. Mm-hmm. I mean, Philly, they're a six seed, but they, they could win the finals, honestly. But um, who knows? I think people just have Simmons get it together, right? So who knows? Yeah, I just think people have to be ready for the future. You know, next five to ten years—that's Jason Tatum's time. So yeah, be ready. I mean, honestly, I hope he stays with the Celtics during that time period because I feel like in the past, in 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 recent times, there's been a lot of turnover in the Celtics. At least we had Kyrie come and then go. We had Isaiah Thomas come and then go. We need someone who's gonna stay. For like a duration of, you know what I'm saying? We need someone who's going to be like a a Celtics player for life. Like we need that as a as a Celtics, and I think that will you know help cement a foundation. We talked about this yesterday. You need a foundation to build a team off of, and Jason Tatum, I think, is that foundation, in my opinion. Yes, no, he he definitely is, especially because he was drafted here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's homegrown. Like Kyrie and Isaiah, they were great. You know, we got them in trades. They weren't as attached to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Tatum likes it here in Boston, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you that when his free agency comes, uh, 
Boston's going to give them the biggest contract they can. Because yeah, we you need know, him. and and that's going to change the whole the whole Celtics team. But you know, he's important. I think more than just what he does on the court, but how he affects the team in the city. Because um, mm-hmm. sports is obviously very important to the Boston area. So, of course, huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Thomas, thank you for coming on and to talk about Jason Tatum. You're welcome to come back on anytime you'd like to talk about anything. I mean, you know, basketball, baseball, whatever. Um, and then to my listeners, thank you all for listening to another episode of the master plan. We'll be pushing out episodes, try to keep pushing them out over this coronavirus fiasco, I guess I'll call it coronavirus scare, you know, insert any type of word kind of. Um, but you know, I'll just try to get him out. If you want to come on, let me know. Um, and yeah, so I don't know what our next episode is going to be, but I I hope a soccer one is coming soon because I know that's the last sport we've kind of missed. So I'm working on that. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.